Hi everybody and welcome to the Mental Toughness and Body Show. My name is Rob Evans and I'm your weight loss coach, health strategist and internationally published author, helping take your life, your business, your health, fitness, body and mindset from where you are right now to being unstoppable. And I'm calling you from the mobile studio today in the car. You can hear the air conditioner going in the background. I've just jumped into the car after uh, coming out of a, a shopping centre. And I'll tell you what I was doing there because I don't like going to shopping centres. But And it's a hot day, so I'm, I'm trying to cool down a little bit. Today's topic is about practising. Now, I know I've mentioned about practice before, and in order for us to get better at anything, we've got to get get uh, practicing a lot. But today, it got me thinking about confidence, because part of the reason that I went to the shopping center today was to go to a sporting good a sporting goods store, like a big one that sells um, a whole range of different things from. Uh, clothing, bats, balls, you name it. And because where I live locally, there isn't isn't one close. So well, it's about a 20 minute drive uh, to get there. And the reason that I went there is for my, my youngest daughter. And uh, she has a main stressor at school and that is her confidence in, or lack of it, in sport. Now, if I think about uh, as I was growing up, I didn't have, well, I had a lot of enthusiasm with sport, and I guess I, I had confidence to some extent, but that confidence was quickly shot down in flames when I found that the people around me were getting selected for teams and I wasn't. You know that scenario where you've got two people standing out in front of you and uh, you're chosen as, to, you know, like the team captain, and you have to pick, uh, you know, one picks one, one picks the other. I was always the last one to be picked or second last to be picked. And normally, it was, uh, if I was not last picked, there was a girl that was going to be picked uh, behind me. But normally, I was the last to be picked. Why? Well, because physically, I was smaller than everybody else. And with that, that height and that stature, it comes a... I guess a belief that someone's going to be better. Now, I used to love a couple of sports that I played here uh, at home, but I was never good enough to be picked by a team. And I guess I didn't uh, try out for teams outside of school because I just didn't have that, that confidence. And look, the options that are there today for kids just weren't really around when I was a kid. So... Um, that, that really did have an impact. And look, I, I think it's probably like this all around the world, but there is way, way too much emphasis placed on sports and the importance of sports. Uh, and if you're not good at sport, then all of a sudden you perhaps become a target for others and you know, you're not popular and all that kind of stuff, particularly when you're a boy. But obviously, uh, my youngest girl, um, she, so she's 13 right now, um, she's feeling that. And I guess good and bad, the, the circle of friends that she mixes with, uh, they're, they're lovely girls, uh, but they're also happen to be really good at stuff. Like they're good at sport and they're academically also really, really good, like the tops in their class type of thing. Now Olivia's really good too, but 
uh, when you're comparing yourself with a high standard like that, then it can become uh, tough. Now, they're all taller than her as well, so when it comes to sports, just naturally things where you're, you know, you've just got longer fingers, bigger hands, it's easier to catch a ball. And just simple things that we would take for granted, uh, they have been playing on her mind. So they do sport twice a week. She doesn't necessarily enjoy it because, well, in fact, she doesn't look forward to it because they, each week they might play a different sport. She's not as fast as the others, as big as the others. Like, imagine a, a really tiny girl playing basketball. I mean, she can barely throw the ball high enough to get in the ring, never mind doing it consistently. Whereas the other kids are maybe 30, 40, sometimes 50% bigger than her, then they're going to be better at it just naturally because of the, uh, you know, the physical shape. And so what I've been working on her with recently is practice. Because I remembered back to a time when I was around her age and I couldn't catch and I couldn't throw a ball. And what got me through being able to, to do, develop that skill was Cubs. And Cubs and Scouts, you know, like when here it goes Cubs, then Scouts. I assume that's universal around the world. And so uh, one of the badges that you weren't was a sporting one. Now, there are a range of things that you needed to do from memory, but one of them was something like being able to throw a ball overhand about 10 or 15 metres and catch it. Uh, being thrown back to you. And I think you had to be able to do it three times in a row, something like that. Now, I could throw the ball underarm, but I couldn't throw it overarm, and I couldn't catch. So, I was determined to get one of these badges because I, I loved the fact that, oh, you could do stuff and get stuff. So I thought, oh, this is pretty good. So, I practiced and practiced and practiced. And how did I do that? Because, you know, I didn't really have anyone to throw the ball with, and uh, I was kind of a bit embarrassed to do it at school, so I would do it at home, and I would practice in uh, and my chimney, of a brick chimney at home, and I'd throw a ball against it and catch it. Kind of like throw it on the concrete, so I would uh, go into the concrete, onto the wall, up in the air, and I would catch it. And I would just start doing that from a small distance until I could get, you know, like 10 in a row kind of thing. Then I'd move back a bit, throw it a bit further. Then I'd throw it on the full, um, to hit down the chimney on the fall and try and catch it and do it that way. And guess what? That is how I earned my badge. And then I used different types of balls and I used a golf ball because that would come back uh, further and faster so I could do that. And then with a cricket ball and a, a different, well, I worked up to a cricket ball because they were quite hard. Um, and I was a bit scared of it hitting me. Uh, so I practiced with soft balls first and then, you know, moved my way up. Now, I think from memory, the test you had to do with a tennis ball. And yes, I passed it. And I still remember the test to this day. We went out one night, it was into the car park on, uh, for the assessment uh, for the, uh, the badge. You did it with one of the cub leaders. I had to throw it and catch it, and I did it. And I was like so proud of myself, because I thought, wow. And it was probably one of the first times, actually, now that I think back to it, where I was scared about doing something. I really wanted it badly. So I practiced and practiced and practiced, and then I achieved it. And what I got was this little tiny badge that mum then sewed onto my shirt, um, you know, my cub shirt. And I was really proud of it. I was like, wow, look at that. If you work at something, if you really want it, 
you get something. And for me, it was just a little badge. And when you're a little boy, you know, that was a big thing for me. So I thought, look at my sleeve. I'm getting more and more badges on there. And yeah, I was one of the smallest kids. And yeah, was uh, I the best at stuff? No, I wasn't. But here's the thing. I had a great work ethic and I had more badges than anyone else. And there was this one thing that was like, you got these stars. I think it was for... Uh, years of attendance and you know consistency and that kind of stuff and if you got one gold star that was pretty special and uh, if you got two well that was really special now if you got three I think you could only get a maximum of three then that was like wow that's like look at you and I got three and no one else in my you know in the, the group when I went through Cubs had three So I felt really special. And I've still got the little shirt. Uh, I should take a photo of it. I should dig it out of my... um, I think it's in a box somewhere. And take a photo of it. It's so small. Probably fits my youngest daughter, actually. And so anyway, today I got thinking about it because I went to the sporting store and I thought, we're going to work on some of these skills for her because what built my confidence was practice and then with that confidence came a reward and that gave me more confidence that wow look at you you can do things now all of this might sound really really simplistic but when you're a little kid and you can't do stuff and then all of a sudden you can do stuff because you know you've worked at it that gave me a bit of confidence because then rather than me say sitting back knowing that okay, here we go again, I'm going to be the last one to be picked. It gave me the confidence to say, hey, pick me, pick me, pick me, kind of thing. That didn't always help, but sometimes it did. But it gave me the confidence to at least not just sort of slink into the background and and not do it. Now, isn't this true for everything in life? So my goal today was to go to the sports store, get a few different balls. I tried to get a racket as well, um, but... You know, I didn't want to spend like a hundred bucks on a, a racket. I was trying to find some cheaper ones so she could practice hitting a, a ball into the, the wall. But um, I didn't do so well in finding some there. But I got a few different balls and um, we're going to uh, keep on practicing. So we've been practicing with a beach volleyball at home, a tennis ball that really doesn't bounce. So, um, uh, you know, just developing some different skills for her to throw a ball into a wall, catch it, throw it off the ball, catch it. Um, you know, bouncier balls, all that kind of stuff to just help give her some confidence when she goes to sport that she she enjoys it and looks forward to it rather than wanting to avoid it and, you know, do that kind of stuff. So I was uh, a little bit excited and it it inspired me today to record this because I thought, yeah, actually, this this takes me way back to when I was a kid and um, being able to gain that confidence was just so, so important. So, message for today. How do we bring that forward into adulthood? Well, just like anything, whether it's your very first workout, working with a young girl at the moment, and she's done her first workout this week. We did her meal plan, we did a fitness assessment, and we've done her first workout. And she was really nervous when she first came to me. She said, look, I just couldn't go to a gym because I just don't know what to do. I'd feel embarrassed. and I just wouldn't be confident in going there. And she said after her first session this week, you know what, already I'm starting to feel confident and knowing that, you know what, I can do this. And 
I thought, yeah, that's that's really powerful because, yeah, for her, it's being able to train with confidence and be able to get the body that she wants with confidence as opposed to being scared, not knowing what to do, avoiding going to the gym because she's just like, I, I just don't think I can do this. But in this case, she can do it. She knows what to do now. And obviously, I'm still teaching her. She's only done one workout, but she's at least got a taste of what confidence feels like. And then when she starts to get the results, well, that will give her more confidence in she knows the way that she's now living, her adjusted eating and all that kind of stuff is giving her some confidence in knowing, yeah, this works. And so what do you do? You keep doing it. Keep practicing it. And you keep getting better outcomes. If you think about, I'm driving in the car right now, I can remember thinking about being able to drive a car uh, when I'm going for my license, you know, and, and you're on your learn, well, in Australia here, we call it it's your learner's license. So you've got L plates on your car and you have to drive around with somebody that's licensed so that you can learn. And I can remember being so, so nervous thinking, wow, how do you, you know, how do you steer? I learned in a manual car, so I was like changing gears, indicating, focusing, concentrating. How do you do that without crashing? And guess what? Now I do it uh, most days and don't even give it a second thought because I've done it so often now. Uh, You've practiced so much that you've done it. And here's another silly example. I used to be scared of tying up my shoelaces because I didn't know how to. So I wanted to always get shoes as a kid that were slip-on ones or things like that so that I didn't have to uh, tie up my shoes. Now, this was in the days before Velcro, so they didn't have Velcro shoes. Uh, so you had to tie your shoelace or you could have some slip-on ones. And that's what I wanted, some slip-on ones. And then I thought, this is stupid. I can't keep doing this. I've got to learn how to tie my shoelaces. So I just practiced until I learned how to do it. Telling the time, again, um, before digital clocks came in, you had to use the, you know, in primary school I'm talking about here, where you had to have little hand, big hand, second hand, how did you tell the time? I was scared. I didn't know how to tell the time. I didn't know big hand, little hand. What did that all mean? And then I thought, well, that's a silly. Just practice it. Learn how to do it. When I was first in business, first started business. And I thought, wow, how do I, uh, you know, get more clients? So I thought, well, okay, I need to use a script. I keep practicing the script over and over and over again so I'm confident with it so that when I do sit in front of somebody, I can remember all these things and do uh, you know, the sales script with confidence. And that only came by practicing. And I used to practice recording it. I'd listen to it back. I'd practice with people and um, just so that I could get better and better at it. And now I can do it in my sleep. It's, it's super simple. Um, and with that comes that sense of confidence. When I first started doing it, I wasn't confident at all. But now I know if I'm going to sit in front of somebody, my close rate's 100%. So I know that I'm going to be able to close the person. So I pre-qualify them over the phone. So by the time they come in, it's like I know that they're ready to, um, ready to buy, even though they may not know that they're ready. But I have confidence in the presentation that I do uh, and how I can drill into what people want and uh, you know present a solution for them. So... With confidence, well, confidence comes with practice. The more you practice, the better you get, the more confident you become, 
and the better outcomes that you get. So all of today has been brought to you by my little girl and getting her more confidence to be just having fun and be a little girl and uh, you know, not have to worry about these things. But I guess these are the first signs of uh, you know, you fighting against the struggle. And when you are in a difficult situation and you don't know how to get out of it, sometimes all it is is a, a lack of confidence in a particular area. And if you're driven enough and determined enough to enjoy something like she wants to just enjoy sport and not feel self-conscious about it, then if you've got the courage to create a goal around it, then if you're hungry enough to do that, then you'll find out a, a way how to do it. And so for me, we've got three different balls now uh, where we can practice and build her confidence. And uh, like as a dad, I think, wow, it was only today when I thought, do you know what, I'm going to surprise her because I'm not with the kids this weekend. And when she comes back, I'm going to have these balls for her to, um, you know, to practice with. And uh, it was today that I realised that, wow, this took me way back to when I was her age and how I felt at that time. And, uh, you know, the throwing the ball came up today and I thought, wow, that's right. And that's what all started for me. So from that early age, I had this drive to uh, go after stuff and then be unrelenting, almost obsessed with practising it until I got there because I just wanted it so bad. And it started with Cubs and just a tiny little, a tiny little patch. And now it's, uh, whether it's, uh, you know, interviewing a celebrity or closing that next sale or reaching my annual targets or monthly targets or achieving what I want to achieve for my body, it all relates to the same thing. And every single time that you're successful, and you've really gone for something and worked at something, that gives you confidence to do it again next time. It may be in a completely different field, but I have confidence today to do what I do because of the results that I get, but also because I go for it. And um, I think that's what's often missing in this, in this world. We don't just go for it enough. But yes, confidence, so, so important. Hey, wherever you are in the world today, you stay safe, it's Saturday here. And I had some time to go to the, the shopping centre. Have some fun this weekend. Take some time out for yourself. Stay safe though. And I'll see you tomorrow.